0: Welcome, everybody, into a locked on Crossover Edition. I'm Bear Motter of Lockdown Rams, and I'm joined by Bill Versetti of On Panthers. We'll jump straight into it, Bill. Uh, I'm sure you've talked a bunch about it lately, uh, but what is going on with Cam Newton's health? We need to know out here in Rams Nation.
1: Yeah, Cam Newton looks good. Uh, I think the shoulder is getting better. The ankle is getting better. Uh, wasn't really that serious of an injury, at least from my perspective. Uh, definitely think he could have got back out there if this was during the regular season. But uh, just a lot of precautionary uh, a lot of precautionary reasons, they just kind of took him out. But uh, he was throwing on Monday. Yeah, he's out there on the practice field. I don't think there's going to be any worry about Cam Newton being out there on Sunday.
0: Well, that is, that's good to know from a competition standpoint. Oh, sorry, I had some background there. Well, that's good to know from a competition standpoint. Uh, obviously, we want to see some uh, competitive football out there. But just out of curiosity, I know we just did the 53-man roster. Who is the backup quarterback for the Panthers these days, just in case Cam gets a little ankle injury halfway through the game? Who would be coming mm-hmm. in to kind of fill that role?
1: Yeah, it's gonna be Kyle Allen. Uh, he he won out the number two job over Will Greer, and it uh, you know Allen was always. The the second guy out there after Cam for the most part in uh, practices he was starting a bunch of the preseason games he just looked better in the preseason I think Will Greer you kind of saw some of the issues that he had at West Virginia and some of the issues he had at the Senior Bowl so he just wasn't ready to take that spot as the uh, as the backup quarterback just yet so he's going to settle in as the the number three so yeah should happen should something happen to Cam Newton it uh, will be Kyle Allen going in.
0: And as we talked earlier about those 53-man rosters and player cuts and all of that, uh, looking at your roster, were there any big surprises out in Carolina or any young or new players that we may see make an impact on Sunday?
1: Yeah, uh, initially I thought there was uh, a chance that Torrey Smith would still make the roster and he wound up being one of the cuts during the the waiver claims on Sunday. Uh, I also thought uh, Terry Godwin, the seventh-round rookie out of Georgia, had a shot to make this roster because he looked like he was seizing control of the the punt returner job, but clearly the Panthers had their eye across the NFL for – uh, more help at the return job and in special teamers. That's why they went out and actually claimed two wide receivers on Sunday in Ray Ray McLeod, formerly of the Buffalo Bills, and Brandon Zilstra of the Minnesota Vikings. So a little bit of a change there. Uh it was really nice to see, you know, I don't know how much he's gonna play, but a kid like Jordan Kunizic I'll mention his name quick too, uh, undrafted undrafted rookie, really impressed during the preseason. Showed a lot of speed. Uh can add value as a deaf linebacker, can give you some special teams value. So it's really nice to see him make this 53-man roster. Um, but they're they're going really young. If there's one position that the Panthers might be quote-unquote weak at, it's running back. Because after Christian McCaffrey right now, at least on the active roster, they only have rookie Jordan Scarlett and a second-year back Reggie Bonifant, who was an undrafted rookie in 2018. Now, both are nice uh, quick running backs can help in the passing game, but obviously not a lot of experience there. And I think it makes you wonder how much because the Panthers have talked all off about wanting to kind of cut back McCaffrey a little bit, you know, kind of manage his workload a little more. It really makes me wonder now how much they're actually going to do that. How you know, how 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 often is McCaffrey really going to come off the field with just those two guys? behind them because they did cut Cameron Artis Payne, which I think was a, another bit of a surprise because I thought Artis Payne looked good as the second back and gave you some special teams value. So if there's one worry uh, at, at, at any position really on this roster, it's after, you know, because Christian McCaffrey obviously isn't a concern, but it's behind McCaffrey that, you know, knock on wood, something doesn't happen. But if something does, what do they do? You know, you have that experience coming in behind them.
0: Yeah, and that that is a very understandable concern when you're talking to us over here as we represent the Rams because obviously we saw Todd Gurley go down uh, near the end of the season. Uh, His backup at the time, Malcolm Brown, was also out for the season. We had a rookie, John Kelly, uh, but he wasn't ready for really to get the go. So we went out and signed a guy, and this whole offseason is basically that's been one of the lead stories for us is really Todd Gurley's health, and they're kind of saying the same thing as you mentioned with McCaffrey is trying to limit his touches so near the end of the year, it, he's got some meaningful football. But uh, it's funny, kind of taking a spin on it, as I've been in the fantasy world in the last couple uh, weeks here, drafting teams and both those teams, you get kind of excited about those running backs. Maybe McCaffrey a little bit higher just because you mentioned there's nobody else going to be sharing. A lot of those carries and touches, if they want to give them a breather, they might, but they might just go a different direction with the football at that point. Um, It's crazy. We've got football here. Uh, You are our first off-season crossover as we look all the way back, and we kind of looked at it pre-draft and talking about how this was going to shake out. We're here. It's football time. Um, Just stepping into this week, week one matchup, uh, how are you feeling where your team was at from where we last talked to kind of getting this game coming up this Sunday? Uh, I still feel pretty good about this matchup, or uh, there's some current concerns kind of coming into this.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I like, uh, I definitely like the offense a lot more than where they were when we last talked. Because when we last talked, we weren't touting uh, Curtis Samuel as as big of a breakout candidate as he now is, and I don't even think you can call Curtis Samuel a sleeper anymore because everybody's calling him a sleeper. So, you know, at, at what point does a sleeper not become a sleeper? You know what I mean? Cause if right. everybody's right. on him, you know, you, you can't really, cause now if he, if he doesn't produce, it's not, well, Oh, he didn't break out. It's going to be, well, now this is a disappointing season for him, but we're, we're now looking at the Panthers offense that has two really strong breakout candidates at wide receiver and DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel, both have shown they can stretch the field horizontally and vertically Uh, Cam Newton has made some really nice throws to Curtis Samuel deep uh, in practice and they connected a little bit because obviously Cam Newton didn't play much in the preseason but there were a lot of highlights in practice and you know hopefully that kind of carries over the regular season but uh, without a doubt this is this is a tough matchup especially against that Rams secondary i mean look you've got uh, marcus peters who's arguably the best cornerback in the nfl or without a doubt a top five maybe even top three corner in the nfl you've got john johnson who's one of the best safeties in the nfl so this is a really tough matchup i think for the panthers but um, you know kind of on the other side of the ball i'm really ex- excited to see now that we're actually getting into meaningful games, what is this hybrid defense going to look like? Because they're, they're going to constantly shift fronts at uh, at opposing teams. You're going to see some three-man fronts. You're going to see some four-man fronts. So how do they rotate all these guys, and how are they going to get after Because this is still a, a pretty good offensive line that they're going to be going up against. Not, not as good as it was last year, because I know you guys are going through a little bit of a change there, but there's still some talent there. Um, you know, Andrew Whitworth is still one of the best left tackles in the game, even at, what, 35, 36 years old, however old he is. And uh, Rob Havenstein is an underrated right tackle. So, you know, there, there's going to be some good battles there, I think, as they try to get after, try to get after Jared Goff. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to see how this uh, offensive explosion could be uh, at least in week one. And then I think I said when we got together last time, this is one of those statement games for the Panthers. I think this is one of those games that they can go in and say, hey, people have been sleeping on us. We have the defending NFC champions coming in. This is our chance to prove to people that we are back. And what happened last year was an, was an absolute fluke. So I, I think the Panthers are, gonna, are at least going to give the Rams a run for their money. I'm really excited for this one Sunday.
0: Yeah, super excited for this one. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit more on the other side about those offense-defense matchups and kind of how that can uh, really play a big role in this game. You're talking about no one really knows what you're getting into, as we haven't seen much in the preseason. Uh, But there's another thing that's awesome that's time to celebrate is football, with football finally being back, and that's DraftKings. It's the leader in one-day fantasy football, and they've got a huge week one contest Uh, It's the first one. It starts this Thursday night. Chicago Bears versus Green Bay Packers kickoff season in a single game showdown for $2.5 million in prizes up for grabs. Uh, It's super easy to do. All you have to do is draft six players from the season opener, stay under the salary cap, and see if your team stacks up against the competition. Uh, New users who sign up today using DraftKings promo code LOCKEDON will receive a free shot at the $1 million top prize Nothing adds to the sweat of watching a game quite like having a shot at a million-dollar payday. Uh, Easiest way to do it, head over to the DraftKings app, download that, use promo code LOCKEDON. For a limiting time, both new and existing users get a deposit bonus up to $500. Uh, Don't miss out on the extra special week one bonus and a promo code LOCKEDON. Get your free shot at a million dollars with a deposit. That's promo code LOCKEDON only at DraftKings. We'll be right back with our second segment right after this.
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, welcome back. Crossover edition. Uh, Love doing this. This is a great time of year. We finally are talking footballs we kind of left that last segment where we're talking about this offense defense matchup and and some of the the great o-line that we have and andrew whitworth and rob havenstein you mentioned we do have a couple new guys on that line i'm curious to see how they're going to hold up we saw maybe what six snaps of cam newton before he tweaked his ankle uh we saw nothing of jared goff we saw nothing of todd Gurley or any of the starting wide receivers very limited action from the defense when you step into this game uh it, Who are you more concerned about at this point on the Ram side of the ball? Is it stopping that offense or kind of what is this defense going to look like? You touched on a little bit, but where does this lie as far as, uh, you know, more interesting storyline coming into this one?
1: Yeah, for me, I think it's, uh, you know, this new look Panthers defense like we talked about before in the hybrid the hybrid looks that they're going to throw at the Rams, or at least we'll see how much they throw out in week one, but kind of on the other side of the ball. And I think we touched on this when we last got together, it's really going to be about the bounce back, I think, for Jared Goff too, because like you said, we didn't see him at all in the preseason. And um, just a side note, I think the Rams are really starting to set a precedent in terms of um, not playing really any of your players during the preseason and kind of showing and finally proving to us all that the preseason is absolutely meaningless and we should just cut about half of it, if not get rid of it altogether, if we could. But um, it, it's about uh, can this Panthers defense uh, rattle Jared Goff, you know, since this is going to be his first actual game action yeah. since the Super Bowl? And yeah. as we know, yeah. the NFL is kind of a what have you done for me lately type league. And well, we know what happened the last time we saw Jared Goff. So can the Panthers. Get into Jared Goff's head. Can they rattle him? Can they make him nervous? You know, especially with uh, them having to make the long road trip over to Carolina. It's a one o'clock kickoff, which, as we know, sometimes tends to be pretty rough for those West Coast teams coming over to the East Coast and having those early afternoon kickoffs. So how much of a factor is that going to be? How much of a factor is Todd Gurley going to be? You know, how uh, how much how much is that knee? gonna gonna affect him you know so there's I, I think it's more if the panthers defense can really step up and uh kind of kind of hold this hold this rams offense especially with the secondary which has still kind of been a little up and down you know trey boston has been a little inconsistent since he since he came over to the panthers which in a way is to be expected i mean he didn't sign until you know the beginning of august really so it's not like he spent much time with the team but um, you know, so he's been kind of up and down. So he still needs to work. So that that secondary, I think, really needs to kind of come together to to, to really slow down these these Rams offensive players. And I think that they can do that, I think the Panthers, yeah, you're right, going to be able to hang about around a that bit precedent
0: in, in, in the preseason, Sean McVay, uh, basically since he got here, has, has been the style that he's he's lived by, and I think it's going to continue that way. You'll see more teams do it, especially the more that we see in the preseason. A perfect example with you guys with Cam getting him out there. Uh, you know, he ended the season sitting on the sidelines with an injury. Came out, they wanted to see him kind of get out there and and run around a little bit. But one little tweak, and all of a sudden you're going, well, did we really want to see him run around a little bit? But maybe not. So it is kind of interesting how this is going to continue to switch. Sounds like, uh, you know, the NFLPA and and the NFL are talking about, you know, either extending the playoffs or adding a couple games and and kind of bringing down the preseason. But I think that's really the easiest way for them to do that is, okay, we're realizing the preseason. We don't need four games. It's good to see some of these young guys because there's guys on our team that may have not have made this roster if it wasn't for the preseason. Kaderil Hodge uh, was... Nasimba Webster uh made it over Kadaril Hodge. Kadaril Hodge was on the team last year and might have had an edge if there were only two preseason games and kind of going, well, we didn't get to see him as much. But Nasimba Webster continued to impress in four preseason games and found his way onto this roster. So it's still kind of interesting for some of these guys that are on that borderline, that bubble area. For them, it was really important. But I totally get the long term play of it. I'm not a fan. I don't think anyone's really a fan. You know, I've had people go, oh, we got some. Uh, preseason tickets, you want them and you're like, you're thinking, oh, I got to get down to the Coliseum. I got to pay $15 for a beer. Cause I'm going to have one. Uh, then there's parking and then there's traffic. And you're like, you know what? No, I don't. Cause no <laughs> one's playing, you know? So it, it's kind of interesting, but, um, it will be fun matchup. And I'm really curious to kind of see how this Rams D comes together. Uh, been exciting with adding a couple pieces big question mark with Clay Matthews and how much impact for him our linebackers if you're not a avid NFL fan you might look at the linebackers and go like I don't know two out of the four of those guys you know and and maybe more so uh, it's it's an interesting defense as we continue to put it together young team kind of ranked in at 10th in the NFL as far as age so we've got some really young guys we also got those elder leaders to kind of balance it out Uh, So, yeah, lots of lots of storylines. The other thing that I'm kind of interested to see is if, you know, you mentioned kind of coming across the country, that early game, really tough for the Rams. Can they start out and get off, get on the board really quick, get out there? And, you know, if they start slow and Carolina jumps on them, now all of a sudden you're playing comeback ball on the road uh, and, and it gets really tough there, especially looking back at Carolina, I saw a stat the other day that said, you know, they had lost, um, six games in one one decision games, and, and that was in that eight-game losing streak. So uh, can they play better in one-score games this year? That will be another thing that may come into play in this first game of the season. Uh, so we'll see how that kind of plays out as well.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. You're right. I mean, there were, it was just a lot of bad luck, too, that led to that that uh, long losing streak for the Panthers and, you know, so a couple of good bounces of the ball here and there and they find themselves right in the playoffs. So uh really excited to see how they, they jump out, jump out here in week one, um, you know, brand, brand new season. Every, everybody's always excited. Really, uh, r- really just excited for everything. Like I, I can't yeah. believe it's here. bottom line. I, I'm just excited. It's here. It was
0: just a long wait. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you. more. Uh, I'm just of, ready like, to we've go. Been man. Talking about football, for so long and, and and like i keep telling you know our listeners over here we've been doing top 10 lists we've been talking draft we've been talking free agents we've been making up all these different what ifs type of scenarios and now we're here in the regular season we got our wednesday crossover going back and forth i've got a couple more questions for you on the other side we'll kind of close it out with some predictions as well we'll take a break get a couple words from some of our sponsors we'll be back wednesday crossover right after this
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: All right, everybody. Welcome back again. Our Wednesday crossover edition. I'm Bear Motter of Locked On Rams. We've got Bill Rossetti from Locked On Panthers. Make sure you guys can uh, find us on Twitter, Instagram, social, all of that stuff. You can find me at LA underscore Rambling Bear. Also, Locked On Rams. You can find all of our shows on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Himalaya. Hit the subscribe button. It's going to be an awesome season as we're doing this every Wednesday across the NFL, across the network. We're going to be talking with whoever's on your schedule. That host will be coming on. We'll be having a chat about it. Bill, Where can everyone find you on Twitter or any other sources that you do?
1: Yeah, uh, Bill underscore Resetti, R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E on Twitter. And then, of course, you can find my work over at Panthers Wire and then a whole bunch of other websites. I'm at Bengals Wire. I'm at uh, 4 for 4 Football now. I'm at uh, Downtown Rams a little bit. So I'm actually going to do some work with the Rams. And, uh, in fact, I'll be on that podcast uh, later this week with Jake and Alexis. And uh, – Yes, yeah, so I'm excited to get a chance to talk to them and to do a little bit of work with them. And then I'm at Pro Football Network uh, covering the NFC East and the NFC South. So uh, really going to start to kick in the gear here. So I'm, I'm really excited to uh, to get going here. But yeah, like you said, I, I love these crossover Wednesdays. I've been saying a lot on my show that this was my favorite part of the season. I love jumping on with the other hosts and uh, and just chatting with them and getting some insight on the other yeah, team. These So are It's, awesome. it's and, really and, a lot
0: of fun. Uh, we, we know Jake very well over yeah, here. He comes awesome. on. I'm uh, actually going to be jumping on with him later today, too, for a. Uh, we're kind of been doing a Rams roundtable with a bunch of different uh, networks and outlets. So we'll be jumping on talking again today. Uh, so make sure to go check that out. We're, nice. we're a fan over here of Downtown Rams and, and what everything they're doing. So awesome stuff there and, and kind of getting back to this game. Um, as you're looking at, you know, maybe three key things to to go and win this football game. What are you looking at big picture for Carolina to be successful on Sunday?
1: Number one, I think it has to be Cam Newton. I I think that the health of him is undoubtedly going to be important. You know, if he can stay upright, if he can stay in the game uh, the entire way, then the Panthers are going to have a good shot if that if that ankle starts to bother him, or if that shoulder, for whatever reason, starts to bother him, and he starts to slow down a bit, then then the Panthers are going to be in trouble. You know, I, I like Kyle Allen, um, but I don't know if he's ready to jump in and you know, be that. I don't even want to say spot star. You know, have to jump in kind of cold off the bench. If he has to do that, then the Panthers are going to be in a little bit of trouble there. So Cam Newton's health, absolutely a. A key factor in in the Panthers winning this game. Number two, they I think they have to get pressure on uh, on Jared Goff. I think uh, the the way with this new look defense, you know all these guys, especially now that they're going to get a chance to rush from standing up, you know uh, Mario Addison and uh, and Bruce Irvin, you know the the free agent they signed from the Falcons. They've got to be able to get after the quarterback and Brian Burns. I'm really excited to see what he can do. And now as a rookie, he shined a lot in the preseason. Now we'll see how he can do now that the spotlight is really on. And, you know, of course, now that they're playing the three, four, these guys are going to have to get out in coverage a little bit too, which is going to be interesting. You know, if these guys have to cover, you know, guys like uh, Cooper cup or some of these other, uh, some of these other slot guys for the Rams. So really intriguing how that, how that's going to work out. And then, um, you know, I'll, I'll throw in the offensive line. You know, uh, I'm really intrigued because this is going to be the first regular season start, I believe, for Darrow Williams at left tackle. And uh, you know, because he had played right tackle for a while, and now he's going to shift over to left tackle because they want to keep uh, Taylor Moten on the right side. So I'm really going to be intrigued in watching Darrell Williams. At left tackle, uh, Greg Van Roten kept his spot at left guard, so he'll be someone to keep an eye on. And the Matt Parodies, you know, they they went out and they got him in free agency. He was kind of their big free agent acquisition this year. You know, he's he he's healthy. Uh, he because he had that bit of an injury scare, or well, he was coming off. Uh, dealing with an injury that he had from last year with the Broncos. So now he looks healthy, so really excited to see him get out get out there. So now that the Panthers kind of have a more stable offensive line versus last year where they had uh, – where Matt Khalil was injured and then Dare Williams played a couple quarters against the Cowboys and then he went down for the year, uh, it's, it's a lot – they're in a lot better position and then they have good depth too. You know, Greg Little, their second-round pick – uh, Dennis Daly can move just about anywhere on the line, uh, and then uh, Taylor Hearn, or excuse me, um, not Taylor Hearn, uh, Tyler Larson has starting experience at center, and then Brandon Green they really like. So the Panthers are in a good spot where they they are they feel a lot better about their offensive line. Versus where they were last year, so I think with those three things are are certainly yeah, I think uh, three the of the Rams, big keys it, here. It's, uh, you know, Sunday
0: it starts simple, and I, I, we yeah. talked about it a little bit earlier, but it's come out and start fast. I think that's really important, as we mentioned, going first game of the season across to the East Coast, early start. They got to start fast, get comfortable right away before they start feeling like they're behind and uh, everything like that. And it is kind of interesting. We talked about you know this game being a big game for Carolina, a chance for to kind of prove themselves. And I'm sure that's been something that's been drilled in them all offseason. I'm sure they watched that Super Bowl a hundred times and and a few of the games last year where the Rams really were shut down offensively. So uh, I think starting fast because you know this team has been just licking their chops to come in here and and kind of show that they are worthy of playing in the NFC West with them. Uh, So start fast for me would probably be one. I think run the ball has got to be two. I think Jared Goff is so good in the play action. What we saw in the Super Bowl is they went away from running the ball on a consistent basis, and it was just up to Jared, and that's when things started falling apart where he had to go and and kind of feel like he had to make the play. Uh, and I think if we can get down, see what Todd Gurley's about because that's a big question mark. So run the ball, uh, whether it's, you know, mixing in all three guys back there. I'm still hoping to see about, you know, 65, 70% of it be Todd Gurley, uh, but run the ball and get there. That's going to help set up Jared Goff on some really easy passes with Cooper Cup back Uh third and cup is what, what he was known out here in, in LA. So if we can just set him up for some nice third downs, keep that moving. And then I think, you know, it's, it's on the defense side of the ball, but it's when the turnover battle that's early in the season, those type of things can really kill you shoot yourself in the foot. If you start turning the ball over. So protect the ball. Get Cam Newton to kind of force in a, in a ball or, or get a strip somewhere there. This will also help kind of build some confidence in what this defense is because. Last couple of years, we keep adding some really big key pieces. Want to see them get off and 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 gel really early, and then really, I guess this is kind of a bonus one. But just stay healthy, you know. I mean, we've gotten to this point where everyone made it to the regular season. We lost Michael Kaiser as a linebacker; that was really our biggest hit. But for the most part, he never started a game, so uh, filling him in with another guy who's has very limited experience, it's it to me, it's not the biggest loss here. But now that we're in week one, just get healthy uh come out here play some football and hopefully for the long road we'll have a team that can be successful uh as we kind of wrap this thing up i guess we can kind of get into some predictions uh feel free to go into score or what your thoughts are on the outcome of the game but what's your prediction for sunday
1: you know the more i think about this game the more i really feel like the panthers kind of have a chance you know the you you mentioned about the Rams having to run the ball. I think that's gonna be a key piece too with uh with, with the Panthers. I think getting Christian McCaffrey well involved as they have been is gonna be another recipe for success. I think uh I think they can get the ball in more in Samuel's hands. Um and I, I think the defense, if if that front seven can get after Jared Goff and rattle him a little bit, I, I really think the Panthers can hang into this one. I, I think the Panthers can, uh can spring a bit of an upset here I think they could you know kind of win like a 24 17 type of game you know if they if they can kind of kind of keep it to that but I, I think the Panthers have a have a good shot to to come away with this one I don't think they should be uh yeah, it's immediately definitely not
0: a cup counted out of this one. first game that's for sure it's not a home yeah. game versus Arizona Cardinals which I would have loved to see on the schedule uh and we may have a different conversation here but you're right you're going on the road uh, it's a a rebuilt, reconfident Panthers team that feels like they've got a lot to prove. We talked about that, uh, all those one loss games. You mentioned how a lot of those were, you know, come down to luck and and just really unfortunate situation. Cam goes out; he was off and on injured, and uh, so they've got a lot to prove. A great team for them to come in, and and you always hear the saying of kind of playing up to your opponent. Well, this team coming in is definitely going to bring your best out of you. So I'm I'm there with you. I I think when I first saw it, I was really confident just because we're so far away from football. And I'm like, we're going 4-0 to start the season. We're blowing everyone out. But as we get closer and we get realistically about football, I think it's going to be, I, I don't see this a crazy high scoring game, but I know these two offenses can put up points. So I got it as a 28-21 Rams victory. I think it will come down to where Cam Newton's going to have a shot to do this. Uh, and really, if I'm going to go super detailed, I, I have a, a, a Weddle interception to kind of to kill the drive and that would be how this game ends. But I think it's going to be close. I think the Panthers are going to have their opportunities, but if you go back to some of those key points that I'm hoping on uh, run the football for, for um, the offense of the Rams and helping Jared Goff set up the play action, protect the ball and start fast. Those things are going to be important if you're going to go on the road and get a victory, but uh, always a, my, always a pleasure, my friend, I, I enjoy these a bunch. Uh, I'll be looking forward to tweet me on Sunday throughout the game. Uh, best of luck the rest of the week and the rest of the season, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again soon if we got some meaningful football near the end of the year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, it's definitely great to come back on with you as well. Uh, always fun talking to you, and you know, glad we were glad we were able to start the season this way. I think this is uh, this is going to get us off on the right foot. And I think it's going to be a good year. Today's show is also brought to you by MyBookie. If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or would you keep walking? Well, of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to MyBookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best. So do the smart thing if you're going to bet this football season and bet with MyBookie. Did you know that you can bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always just take the other side. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of the year. Join now and my bookie will double your first deposit. Enter the promo code LOCKED ON to activate your offer. That's promo code LOCKED ON. When you visit mybookie.ag today, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. You play, you win, you get paid.
2: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.